It's Tuesday, January 16th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today, we just wanted to take a moment on our podcast and look back at the fruit of all that the Lord did through the ministry of Lifeline in 2017. And then just remember where he has taken us so that in the future we can look to see what he will do in 2018. And so just for some quantitative numbers, last year in 2017, the Lord allowed us to minister to over 280 women who had been counseled through our crisis pregnancy ministry. And so these are women who came to us with unplanned pregnancies, women who came to us many times out of hope, and we were able to walk through their pregnancy and show them uh, the the life-giving opportunity that they had in front of them. We were able to share the hope of the gospel to them. And then last year as well, we trained over 60 new foster families to come into the system, to be foster parents, to give a home and a hope and a future to children through foster care. And and those ministries are happening in Alabama and South Carolina. And so through those two states, we were able to see Christ followers, families from local churches come to be trained to, to join in in helping the foster care program and caring for kids in foster care. Also last year, we had over 170 parents attend the Families Count Family Restoration Program. And these are families who are either at risk of losing their kids to foster care or who have already lost their kids to foster care and are fighting to get them back. And so we got to see over 170 families that, that just came to uh, churches and were able to have a meal for six weeks and go through a process to learn about being a whole family. And many of these parents were the match with mentors who walked them through uh, the, the, the great opportunity of learning about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Many of these families are families that now are redeemed and are, are looking to restore their family. And uh, even a, a couple of weeks ago, we had a testimony. Last week, we had a testimony from a family's count family who uh, actually went through the process and, and, and now is teaching others. And so we, we've just seen so much fruit of what the Lord has done through families count. Also, Over 300 children found a forever family through adoption, and that's either through domestic or international placement. So 300 children were placed into Christian homes, homes that that are are looking to to show and and recognize the gospel to these children, children that are now being discipled in homes. And and what a great, awesome opportunity is to know that there are children that are no longer orphaned. These are no longer children that are orphaned or abandoned, but these are children that are now have last names and are now part of families and, and, and are now have a mommy and a daddy and a mommy and a daddy that will not just pursue their heart for the physical time being, but will pursue their heart for the eternal so that one day these children will come to know the saving grace and mercy of Christ Jesus. And then through our unadopted program, we had over 1,800, uh, almost 1,900 caregivers and aging out orphans. They were impacted through trainings through unadopted for our team getting to go around the world and 
around uh, to many different projects in many different countries to be able to equip caregivers, to be able to serve aging out orphans, and to impact children that are in orphanages through these caregiver trainings, life skill trainings, and through all the multitude of trainings that we were able to do through Unadopted. And so, oh wow, 1,800, almost 1,900 kids affected through our Unadopted program. The Lord truly has been gracious in all that we have seen him do quantitatively in 2017. But there's so much more that he has done spiritually through our staff, spiritually through our team. Uh, Lord, the Lord has just answered so many of our prayers and brought to fruition so many things. We were able to sell real estate in 2017 that we desperately need to sell. We were able to finally find a place at WMU in Birmingham where all 68 of our staff could be together under one roof. It's the first time in over six years that our entire Birmingham staff has been in the same office. There are people who have worked for Lifeline for over five years who've never worked in the same office but work for the same ministry in the same town. So we're just grateful to see how the Lord has answered that prayer and brought together this great opportunity through WMU. Oh, the, there are so many stories that only the Lord could write. And they would not have been possible without the faithfulness of men and women, women like you partnering with this work. The reality is that there are still many stories yet to be completed in 2018 and beyond. There are women, children, and families yet to be reached with the care and the hope that they need in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we believe that God has called us as his body to step into that gap. And so we hope to see more women reach through crisis pregnancies as we open up this office in the DFW Metro. And we already see the Lord doing so many awesome things in DFW to bring that to fruition, that we would see a day when we can minister to women in that Metroplex and and opportunities in Virginia and opportunities abound in the states where we're already planted. And so we're so excited to see opportunities to continue to counsel to more and more women that are going through crisis pregnancies. And we also have so many opportunities through Harbor Families and our family restoration programs and, and fostering and as well as families count to just see more and more families reached, and more and more kids reached who are out of or have been displaced from their families. And we're just excited to see this ministry grow. And obviously, we are just excited to see our adoption ministry grow, both through international adoption ministry as well as through domestic adoption ministry. And so we just ask that you would pray with us, that, that countries would continue to, to stay solid options, that we would continue to find ways to to find families for the harder to place children internationally and that you would give us the lord would give us ways to show his gospel to many governments and many systems and Oh, we are excited about what the Lord has in store for our orphan care and adopted ministry as we see opportunities in Ethiopia through different training with church partners and uh, throughout Uganda and Togo and Liberia and throughout the continent of Africa. And then all these opportunities that he's opening up in Romania and Ukraine and Eastern Europe, the the continued pursuit that we have to get re-engaged in China and throughout Asia. And then obviously the thing the Lord is doing in Latin America, in Colombia and in Honduras and, and in Dominican Republic and in Guatemala. Oh, we are so grateful to see what the Lord will do. And and even tomorrow, uh, we will be joining you in Guatemala as we work with one of our partners, Village of Hope, and and to update you some of the things we hope to see the Lord do through our partnership with Village of Hope in 2018. But but before we end this podcast, I just want to quickly take us to where we have led our staff as we think about 2018 and this next year of ministry. You see, the truth of the matter is Lifeline is about the 
living hope of the gospel because that's the hope of the fatherless. And in 2018, if we just look for bigger numbers or more impact, but we lose the gospel, then we've, lose the, we've lost the heart of the ministry of Lifeline. The heart of the ministry of Lifeline is the gospel. To see and understand the great hope that we have, we must remember what we came from. It's a, it's a spiritual exercise for us to remember our salvation, to remember our sinfulness, to remember our brokenness, and then to remember and delight in the goodness, the mercy, and the grace of our sweet Lord Jesus. Our hope is built on our beginnings and, and not built on our success, but built on our failure. Right? Our hope is built on our failure. So we want to look at the ways that we've failed and ask the Lord to come in and, and to help us. And right? Ultimately, we want to know that, that as we go forth, right? as we go forth in 2018, it's not our Rolodex, it's not our bank accounts that are going to be the hope of 2018. No, the hope of our ministry and the hope of all of us must be rooted in the gospel and the presence of the Lord Jesus. So in 2018, right, we want to see, we want to see a great time when the Lord will press upon us his great hope, his great mercy, his presence so that we can see many things accomplished. And so quickly, I just want to look at four reasons that we must remember the hope of the gospel as we go into 2018. And these are actually based out of a pretty nondescript passage in Ezekiel chapter 16. First, we must remember the hope of the gospel as we go into 2018 because it reminds us that we are hopeless apart from the mercy of God. This is what Ezekiel says in verses 1 through 5 of chapter 16. He says, Again, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, make known to Jerusalem her abominations, and say, Thus says the Lord God to Jerusalem, Your origin and your birth are of the land of the Canaanites. Your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittite. And as for your birth, on the day you were born, your cord was not yet cut, nor were you washed with water to cleanse you, nor rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swallowing clothes. No, I pitied you to do any of these things to you out of compassion for you, but you were cast out on the open field, and you are whored on the day of your birth. You see, beloved, we are of ill repute. There is nothing good in us, but Jesus Christ in his great mercy, while we were pitiful, while we were kept cast out. He brings forth his gospel and he brings forth hope. He breathes hope into us to let us know that we are no longer condemned, right? When Paul says to us in Ephesians 2.12, remember that you were without God. He just didn't, he didn't just mean, remember that you once lacked some knowledge about God. He, he is saying, remember that God was once not your God and, and he would not be apart from the gospel, so it's through the gospel that we have great hope. So as we look into 2018, we remember our hope is rooted in the gospel. Oh, but the, the, the second reason we must remember the hope of the gospel for 2018 is it keeps us and guards us from boasting in our victories and in our in our righteousness. Oh, the gospel reminds us who we were, right? Verse six of Ezekiel 16, God says, when I passed by you and saw you wallowing in your blood, I said to you in your blood, live. I said to you in your blood, live. I made you flourish like a plant of the field and you grew up and you became tall and arrived at full adornment. And, oh, oh, beloved, as we go into 2018 and we start to see victories, let us 
us not forget, right, that, that it is the Lord's doing. If Lifeline is able to accomplish all that we hope to accomplish in 2018, if we hit all of our goals, beloved, if you hit all of your goals and, and maybe those New Year's resolutions that you're hoping to, it's not because you manned up or because you got the strength. It's because God allowed you to do that, right? God is the one that helps us. He is the one that guards us from boasting in our own victories and righteousness because it's through him that we know there's nothing in us. It's all in God. Oh, had the people in Ezekiel remembered that they were naked and forgotten? Had the people remembered that they were poor and wretched? Had the people acknowledged that everything they had received when they had not trusted in their beauty and boasted in their newness was from the Lord? Oh, they would have stayed humble and lowly. The beauty of our redemption is always in danger of our self-righteousness and our pride. We always want people to see our best. Think about social media. Oh, many times people don't post about all their failures on social media. And even if they do, it's usually to boast about how humble they are. We want people to think better of us by what we post on social media. And the truth of the matter is the gospel reminds us there's nothing beautiful in us. We are nothing apart from the grace and the sovereign hope of the gospel. And so we we don't boast in what will happen in 2018, but we rest upon the mighty, wonderful, awesome hand of our Lord who will go before us. And so we pray as a ministry that the Lord will help us reach all of our goals in 2018, not for the glory of Lifeline or the glory of any one person, but for the glory of God. Oh, And that brings us to the third reason that we must remember the hope of the gospel in 2018. It helps us to cherish that we are forgiven so that in turn, we will forgive others, right? Ezekiel chapter 16, starting in verse 23, it says, after all of your wickedness, woe, woe to you, declares the Lord. You built yourself a vaulted chamber and made yourself a lofty place in every square. At the head of every street, you built your lofty place and made your beauty an abomination, offering yourself to any passerby and multiplying your whoring, right? We are sinful. And that's what Ezekiel continues to say in verse 23. As a matter of fact, in verse 30 of Ezekiel chapter 16, it says, how sick is your heart, declares the Lord, because you did all these things, the deeds of a brazen prophet prostitute, building your vaulted chamber at the head of every street and making your lofty place in every square. Yet you were like a prostitute because you scorned payment. Oh, but then the grace that Ezekiel shows us. Oh, in verse 38, I will judge you as women who commit adultery and shed blood or judge and bring upon you the blood of wrath and jealousy. Oh, oh, but Jesus says, and God says in his word, oh, but I will forgive you. I will adorn you. And I will not remember the days of your youth. I will not remember when you enraged me, verse 43, but I will forgive you. Oh, beloved, in 2018, the gospel reminds us and helps us cherish that we are forgiven so that in turn, we will forgive others. As we go into 2018, let us know that there will be times, right? There will be times that we are are, are scorned by others or that others hurt us or, or that we are wronged by others. But the gospel reminds us to continue to go forth, to continue to forgive and to continue to press on. I love what a Romans 11.33 says. Oh, the depth of our forgiveness. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judges. How inscrutable are his ways. If we are aware of the gravity of our sin, if we remember how terrible our plight would be without him, we will be moved to worship, praise, and grateful service in 2018. We will, we will, we will serve the Lord in all that we do. 
If people understood the true weight of sin, the true depth of our impurity, and the spellbounding nature of God's grace, businessmen would speak endearingly of him. Teenagers would not blush to praise him, and we would not pray with rote mechanics, but in awe and splendor. May we go forward in 2018 and pray with awe and splendor for the things that the Lord will do in and through Lifeline and in and through our lives. Oh, if you feel you are forgiven little, then you will love little. Remembering the hope of the gospel helps us to cherish our forgiveness more deeply. We cannot have white hot devotion for Christ in 2018 and for his commands if we do not remember and feel what our situation would be without him. Oh, we see the hand of our Lord as a ministry in 2017, and we pray for the hand of our Lord to be seen in 2018. But we must remember the hope of the gospel. And fourth, because it gives us confidence to live as bold emissaries for Christ. Oh, it gives us confidence to be bold in 2018 for Christ, to to not shrink back, to not shy back as things grow harder, as things grow colder, as things grow more secular, as people start to push back the gospel. When we remember the gospel, it helps us to grow in boldness, right? It helps us not to be shamed, but to, to live in great beauty. This is what Ezekiel 16 says in verse 39, or sorry, verse 59. For thus says the Lord God, I will deal with you as you have done. You have done, you have despised the oath in breaking the covenant. Yet I will remember my covenant with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish with you an everlasting covenant. Then you will remember your ways and be ashamed when you take your sisters, both your elder and your younger, and I will give to you them as daughters, but not on account of the covenant with you. I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall know that I am the Lord, that you may remember and not be confounded, and never open your mouth again because of your shame. When I atone for you, for all that you have done, declares the Lord. Oh, beloved, the gospel gives us great hope and it gives us confidence. What can this world do to us? When Christ has forgiven us, when Christ has redeemed us, what in the world can flesh and blood do to this? What can the the rulers of this age do to us? Oh, when we are in the hand of our God, it gives us great confidence. Isaiah 61, oh, verses one through four. Oh, what a great thing to know that God turns the the ashes into beauty, right? He turns beauty in from the ashes. He repairs the breach. And because of this, the spirit of the Lord comes upon us and gives us a boldness for our mission. God has called us to remember the gospel ultimately so that he can send us out on gospel-driven mission that he has given us. Oh, and beloved, Recare for pregnant women, birth families through families count, and hurting families through harbor families. Because we know that where we were before Christ came and forgave us is the same place that they are. We help families adopt former orphans from around the world because our hope is not found in our security or our comfort, but our hope is found in pointing others to the sweet, irresistible grace of Jesus Christ. We go to all nations to preach the good news of the kingdom of God to orphans and vulnerable children through unadopted because we have a God who understands their struggle and helps us understand that spirit our reality was the same as the physical reality of the orphan, the vulnerable, the child in foster care. Oh, so as we approach 2018, let us know with confidence that we have a living hope in the gospel and that this living hope is the true hope of the fatherless. So pray with Lifeline and pray for Lifeline that we will exceed our goals in 2018, but most importantly, that we will make much of the gospel and that we will make much of Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. Lord, help us in 2018 to acknowledge you in everything that we do and everything that we say and help us to remember your gospel. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information, 
or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow in Guatemala for the Defender Podcast.